Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second guess the ring. At bluenile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you found the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. It goes without saying that you're back for another episode of Goes Without Saying with Sefi and Wing. I'm Sefi. And I'm Wing, and so happy to be here. Absolutely delighted to be here. But today we're talking, it is the FOMO episode that we promised, 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 and... Oh my god, the infamous. The infamous FOMO episode that we just say, we don't really have FOMO, but we don't do that in this one. We actually go in, we're talking about meaningful relationships, friendships, actually how to not feel like you're the outsider on life, and that you're actually included. Mm-hmm. And also we have some big, big news that the Discord is out and about available yay we can all talk we've got a big group chat now well by the time you hear this it'll be out and about hopefully but actually we haven't i haven't looked into it at all i'm not gonna lie so i need to sort that out but by the time you're hearing this but as far as you're concerned we'll be in constant stream of communication so we'll see you there in the giant group chat pause the episode now go to discord go to our instagram we'll be probably going on about it go there click on the link come back to this and then you can talk we can talk all about friends relationships and stuff and stuff honestly nothing else i'd rather talk about and some of i don't really know i can't remember we just spoke about i can't remember <laughs> thank you so much to harry styles for featuring in this episode so excited for him to be our first guest on goes without saying he'll be here any minute now <laughs> any minute now he'll be here stay tuned <laughs> it feels weird because we're recording on a monday on a monday afternoon so the episode has just come out and I'm kind of still in the mood of I've just kind of come out with autistic <laughs> to the whole world and now it's like I'm kind of we're getting some messages in being like we're getting a lot of messages that, that end saying please don't feel like you have to reply to this and I'm like oh god what have I done now they all feel like I'm, we're bugging that they're bugging us fuck they all think we hate fucked them. it and I'm suddenly the spokeswoman on something I know nothing about <laughs> <laughs> yeah so please don't call me brave i literally don't know what i'm on about (laughs) what the fuck have we done you know what it is every monday we come just try something on see if it fits we'll try something new next week it's okay and oh how the shoe fits the shoes are fitting like a glove cinderella's little glass slipper (laughs) quite funny the shoes fit like a glove (laughs) they don't fit kind of just maybe the gloves fit like a glove (laughs) the shoes fit like a glove it's like why are you putting the shoes on your hands walking around on all fours so it feels weird because i feel like i'm still in the energy of kind of last week's quite sincere um and very Mm. honest episode and suddenly it's like i'm in quite a manic mood today but i'm kind of still in the energy 
How's your week been, Wang? I don't really know. You know what? I'm not really thinking in weeks at the moment. I'm kind of just, life is just a blur. It's Taking just, it moment by moment. She's so wholesome living in the moment. It's just washing right over me. Yeah, I agree. I mean, to update on last week, I'm really, I'm crossing my T's and dotting my I's. Oh, of course. Yeah. I can see the light at the end of the tunnel. Yeah. So I'm just, I'm just powering through, honestly. Feeling, feeling all right. I said to my boyfriend the other day, I just, this is how bizarre it is to be in my mind I said I'm just not I just hate myself I just hate myself <laughs> an hour later I was like I have never been killed in a game of fuck marry kill <laughs> oh <laughs> like, oh no yeah but like I mean you can't see I'm being dead serious yeah right now I, who's killed me I don't see it unless now I get like I'm being put against like fucking Kendall Jenner fine whatever but realistically if you've killed me it was begrudgingly like you did want to at least fuck me 20 minutes later I, I hate myself I just think at least... Well, no one really plays... I guess no one plays it anymore. <laughs> I play it. I have a great game called Sex Point. Sex Point is a good net. It's kind of, I want to play. It's suddenly, you're playing Sex Point. Yeah. It's basically, so So I would give you someone. And it's if you're in a coronavirus pandemic with someone, you're in lockdown. It's just you and them in a, in a house together. You don't really leave. It's lockdown times. How, what is your point in which you have sex? What's your sex point? So for example, if I gave you, you and Jamie Dornan, it would be about five minutes. <laughs> if that. Yeah, honestly, he walks through the door. <laughs> I, I almost don't even want to say it because it's too real. Like, he has a wife and kids. Like, he gets pestered so much. His dad just passed away. Like, oh, God, you know way too much. <laughs> I know too much. The problem, we were kind of, I think we said this in a previous episode that didn't, I think we cut this bit out. But we were talking about, I'm not going to say who, but it wasn't Jamie Dornan. It was a big celeb. And we were saying, why is it that, like, his wife dying just makes him hotter we did cut this out big time we cut this because we were kind of making the joke of like god that poor a woman has died yeah and it makes a man hotter like what kind of joke is that it's like oh my god he's so sensitive and it benefits the man because it gives him some emotional depth yeah <laughs> yeah are you joking what a fucking scam we're honestly idiots under this patriarchy we've all become yeah, dumb yeah but it, for example your who would you, what would your sex point be with um let me think of someone that's relevant mm. why is the only person that's coming to my head joe exotic the least relevant person of all time i I don't have i don't have a sex point with him i think it's more of a death point no but you're not leaving the house it would be like 10 years maybe yeah no longer (laughs) longer i'm really because i've been watching the louis through thing i thought it was really boring i know i know and we were my boyfriend and i were kind of saying that like it's kind of what is this what's the point but the point for us is kind of it just feels like his voice just cocoons us like it's kind of the point is i'll do anything to listen to him speak before bed the point is if he's on my screen i'm watching absolutely what's your sex point with louis through then honestly sex point two seconds two seconds flat two seconds flat flat what about you? What's your sex point with oh, Louis Theroux? Yeah, one second fly. One second yeah. fly. I knew it'd be fucking... That's the problem with saying two. two you still seconds. have someone that can beat you. No, I mean, he's married. His first wife died. Fuck, we've given it away who it was. Spoiler. <laughs> <laughs> the reason that that didn't go in, also is quite a funny reason. This was months ago. Mm. That almost went in an episode and Tepi texted me saying, I have to cut this bit out because it essentially ruins her chances of ever actually getting with him in real life. If his second wife dives touching wood touch wood that she doesn't look we don't want this view and also i'm always 100 i'm on the wife's team always like always. doesn't matter who you are jamie dornan i'm an amelia warner stan <laughs> <laughs> it 
doesn't matter who you are, Louis Theroux. I'm always for, here for the wife. It's just a problem that... It's a patriarchal problem. I think what we were saying was that it's a problem that we're so desperate for some emotional depth in a man. Yeah. That the wife, their wife, a woman, has to die for them and it just takes them up a level. It's like, you're kidding me. You're kidding me that we think this. Yeah. It's like the worst thing possible happens to you and it just makes you hotter. Yeah. Isn't, so that's quite interesting. So if, a, if say, um, who's like a hot married woman? Emily, Bl- Emily Blunt? Emily Blunt. John of course, Emily Blunt. Say John Krasinski dies, RIP. Oh God. Touch wood, everyone. Jim. Doesn't make her hotter, does it? It makes her a Jim. widow. <laughs> Sorry. If, if, would it make Emily Blunt hotter? No, because the patriarchy then makes her this sad widow. Well, it's not hot to be a widow. You're Miss Havisham. Yeah, exactly. And you're kind of expected to never, never look at a man again. Yeah. But John Krasinski is getting all of the love at that point. It's He's arching. getting all of the love. As we speak, there's someone sending a nude in John Krasinski's DMs, for sure. Yeah, for sure. For sure. Well, that was a pleasant start to the episode. <laughs> Shout out to Louis Theroux. I do think I'll marry... I, my choices are Elon Musk, Louis Theroux, and I had a really other one the other day as well. Can I say James Acaster? Or is oh, that... James Acaster. Yeah. Obvious. Duh. But again, we're not ruining your chances with him either because I think that is a very, very viable option. Oof, don't tempt me. But okay. the fact that I'm saying it... I think I'm his type. No, that's what I'm I thinking. know that it's too real. It's too real. Yeah, yeah. Almost will this go in because I don't want... Elon is like, yeah, I don't really want that. Louis, no, I don't, I don't really want, want that for you. James, oh, it's too much. I, James, I can't lie. I do want that. <laughs> <laughs> Not gonna lie. You are fit. You'd be great together. I know we would. That's the problem. That's the problem. Yeah. Don't. Look, it's kind of, it's kind of killing me. Let's not. Well, anyway, how are you? Let us know. Mm. Send us a message. We'd love to know what's going on with you. Are you on a walk? Are you in the bath? Are you doing some uni work? Where are you? What's going on with you? Are you playing on your DS? Someone just <gasps> sent us. They were listening to us whilst playing Animal Crossing on their DS. Animal Crossing Wild <sighs> World. That would be. So vintage. Was it Wild World? I assume so. It's a DS. Could be New Leaf. New Leaf, I was thinking. Mm, interesting. Interesting, yeah. I guess we'll never know. Well, we could yeah, find guess out, we'll but know. I guess we'll never we know. We <laughs> could look at the post again. <laughs> yeah, we could just look at it. Okay, today we kind of wanted to talk about... We're kind of struggling to find the in angle on this. We spoke before about how we fucked up the FOMO episode by spending an hour being like, we don't get FOMO, here's why. Not very useful, just kind of felt a bit like... Not forced, but we've just got high standards for these episodes, which you yeah. probably wouldn't believe for the shit that comes out in them. But anyway, so I guess we're going to have a very authentic chat about... I think this feels authentic to me is is wanting to feel like you have a connection with people Mm, yeah wanting to feel valued right yeah as much as you can have all of the self-worth and you can be very self-aware and all of those things you can love your own company and god are we great company it's a human thing we do you do desire to feel a sense of belonging so let's get into that shall we shall we do it would you care to join us Mm, shall we we shall So when I think about where I am right now with friendships and relationships and feeling like I've got to slot back in somehow Mm. is that I think I've got so used to being alone in some way or with my specific best friends and my specific family, my closest people to me. I don't know how I'm going to cope with acquaintances again. Mm -hmm. I almost think like the idea of going to a party and there's an acquaintance there or being in a smoking area. I don't smoke. Just going (laughs) to... I'll be (laughs) standing in a smoking area. She's always in that smoke area though. Might socially smoke. I don't smoke. It's fine if you do, honestly. We we don't care. (laughs) It's honestly fine. No one came for you. It's fine. (laughs) Standing in a smoking area. You have a conversation with some random person. I think I don't know how I'm going to cope 
with those kind of um, situations, kind of maintaining your friendships with the people that you're just friends with, Mm. like quote unquote friends. You're just friends, it's fine. They're not your best friends. You can live without them. They're just your friends. Why do you think that is? Can I, can I, can I say why? Oh, no, go. I just think I'm over it. But what do you think? Well, that's what I was going to say is I kind of feel like same. I feel like I've realised... And my boyfriend and I were kind of talking about this, having a big convo about it. I feel like I've got to a point where I've kind of lost my patience. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> with people. Totally. Or with like trying to save face with people or trying to like keep up appearances. Trying to explain yourself. Trying to justify things. Exactly. I, I kind of just feel a bit over it. And I'm also trying to figure out in my head of like, what's good and what's bad about that. Yeah, because there are downsides of it. Absolutely. That's the thing. It's like, are they, are the downsides worth it? Well, it's kind of, is the is the FOMO real? Is it kind of, would you rather be included just so then you're not on your own or whatever? Yeah. Did we just say that we spent the whole FOMO episode saying that we don't get FOMO? <laughs> well, <laughs> we spent the whole FOMO episode saying that we don't get FOMO, which is why we're revisiting it and kind of um, trying to make it a bit more worthwhile for everybody. Because we don't get FOMO. But I don't want to be someone that um, like doesn't really have patience for people. It's not nice. But then also, mm. I don't really have patience for people. It's kind of the classic Twitter thing of um, it's self-care, it's boundaries. Just like get rid of everybody. Like everyone's fucked. Like everyone's a cunt. You don't need them, blah, blah, blah. But it's like, but do you want them around maybe? And also, do you believe that? Yeah. I don't think in my heart I believe that. Because I think in my kind of in my daily life I'm looking around and I can just see a load of cunts Mm -hmm. I'm like don't want to be friends with you don't want to hang out with you get out of my fucking sight don't open your mouth to me that's kind of what I think when I look around a lot of people not everyone but I do sometimes think just please (laughs) I'm like wing shut your mouth (laughs) no never never people I'm friends with this is why I have a a very select group of friends almost because I think most people irritate me Mm. but then when I strip it down I'm like what do I actually believe yeah do I believe you've got nothing to say or do I just see no worth in talking to you which that is just my perspective that I'm kind of pushing it on it's like well you can't teach me anything so I don't want to talk to you or like I can't I don't like that thing you once said you once said you're a fucking you voted Tory so I'm never gonna speak to you again sort of thing yeah and actually it's like maybe I can learn from you maybe I actually can learn from you and I need to be more open and if someone says that they like fox hunting maybe I should have a conversation with them Mm. but in my mind I'm like don't ever fucking look in my direction again you can't it's yeah where do we draw the line with this protect your energy stuff it's hard I guess it is it just dependent on the is it just completely situational of like if on the day you've got some energy to spare Mm. then feel free spend it all but kind of if you're not in the mood then fuck off then you're not in the mood yeah maybe it doesn't have to be much deeper than that I guess and it, is it just kind of the whole discourse and the whole like self-care rhetoric that makes makes us feel like we have to have a concrete way of living? How do you think your relationships have changed over the pandemic? Because we got a message that I really liked. Someone said, well, I mean, I hate it for them, but like, I really like it. <laughs> um, they said they've been feeling left out the entire pandemic, to be honest, and feeling extremely disconnected. And I just... I thought that was interesting. How do you think the pandemic has affected your like relationships and your sense of being connected? Yeah, I was going to say I hate to 
be annoying after hearing that message, but I feel the complete opposite. Mm. Like, I hate... <laughs> yeah, God. Okay, well, how does it feel to be God's favourite? <laughs> <laughs> Flex on us. But I feel like everything's got smaller. Like, everything's stripped down. Mm. And I have, obviously, much less social in- interaction. But I almost feel like it realigned my priorities to rather than it's like, oh my God, but what did that person in that social situation think of me? Or like, oh, but I could maybe like th- make that person in the smoking area talk to me a bit longer mm. and like me if I just straightened my hair for two minutes more sort of thing. Yeah. Um, but actually, I think it's stripped things down it's like I have a much deeper connection with the people that actually mean something to me and I think it has meant that I've lost people on the way have you I feel like I have lost people on the way but the people that don't mean shit but like it's not like I've, I'm losing my key people but it's almost left like, right and centre yeah it's like, this is the last podcast you'll hear from us yeah it's, like, <laughs> it's not that it's like the peripheral people as my worldview narrows down to what I'm interested in, the people I want to spend my time and energy with, mm. the people that are peripheral just fall away naturally and not in a bad way. Just, I have no interest in persevering with a lot of people anymore just for the sake of persevering. Yeah. What do you think? I completely, I completely, completely, completely agree with you as usual. What's new? <laughs> I I was going to say, I feel like during the pandemic, I've been able to shed a lot of the interactions, like the social interactions that just are vapid fucking boring yeah Yeah, or just or just like fake like i know you don't want to talk to me and i know i don't want to talk to you so but yeah here we are we're going along with it for some reason awful literally the pits (laughs) the pits the pits honestly the pits those conversations are the fucking pits but i think i'm quite bad because i i think i've said this before i just i dip out very easily like i you know how some people most people i think feel the duty of like no we should show up or like no we should talk to them or i should make an effort i should call them mm. i think i missed the memo on that <laughs> i didn't get the assignment and i just disapp- i'm very absent very mm. i get very absent very easily which i think has its pros and cons but i think during the pandemic and i was going to say to you do you think you've been able to have stronger connections or like keep the connections strong that you have now is that because your connection with yourself is stronger oh that's interesting Yes and no, mm-hmm. because I feel like Spill. in the early pandemic nostalgic times, Good there was times. a huge emphasis on like staying connected on we're all in this together. So let's stay connected. Let's zoom, let's zoom, let's zoom. And it's kind of like, I actually wouldn't be speaking to you anyway. Like if I wouldn't be meeting you fucking once a week. Yeah, this is more than we're speaking anyway. crazy? Yeah. So I think that's partly due to those social things. But then I just think my relationship with myself has completely changed over the last year just completely yeah but then weird things like we haven't seen each other in a year in over a year now over a year our relationship has never felt deeper i had a dream last night i told wing this last yeah well just now (laughs) i had a dream about her last night that we hugged Mm. i don't hug people by the way you'll be hugging me i tell you now (laughs) we hugged and we were so close it was skin to skin and we could feel our hearts kind of beating on top of each other <laughs> we were breastfeeding it's a real skin to skin contact moment it's like we were breastfeeding each other it's weird shit like that it's like i feel like my relationship with you is insanely deep yeah. and that's partially only because we both have been doing individual work whilst whilst this thing has been kind of spiraling out of control together i agree i do think in part my relationship with you has probably made my judgment of not necessarily other people but other relationships more harsh same yeah just because we have such we go on and on about how communication is so important we're we're not lying like no no this is so deep because it's so real 
like whether or not we come to the podcast with a performance no matter what she's crying <laughs> but kind of it's just there's no room for airs and graces which is that mm. and i think i just i have that in life anyway so when i'm bring putting out the energy of like no airs and graces but i'm being met with all of the airs and all of the graces whatever that means by the way no idea honestly can't move for airs and graces there's honestly <laughs> yeah, no air in this fucking room <laughs> Yeah, I've lost my patience. I get a bit frustrated when I'm trying to be very real and it's not, the energy is not being matched. I think that frustrates me. Not that I'm perfect, by the way. Like, I'm kind of the worst, but I just, I'm not here for a fake time. No, but it's because we're openly the worst. Well, I've said to you before, there's nothing you could say to me. Because there have been times, like, even, like, I won't go into detail, but I remember you feeling so upset. Like, oh my, I'm so, you were really apologising for something. And I was like, there is nothing you could say to me. To me or do there is nothing you could do that we couldn't talk ourselves out of get ourselves through there's just nothing that could happen Literally, yeah yeah that we couldn't get through because i'm committed to the honesty and i'm committed to yeah. the relationship honestly and i'm committed to the fuck-ups as yeah well. like, i'm so committed to the fuck-ups and and also i think i don't feel that with so many people i'm not committed to their fuck-ups yeah yeah so true the amount that you and the people close in my life could fuck up and hurt me is quite scary mm. how much i would put up with it's like god i mean there are some people that it's like one fuck up and they're out. Yeah. Like it's like, no, I actually, I, you're not worth the convo, which is so harsh because they are worth the convo to so many other people, but just not to me. But not to you. <laughs> not where it matters. Hit my just hurts. not to me. <laughs> to me, you're a piece of shit, but I'm sure someone out there really likes you. Just from my perspective, just from my perspective. I fucking hate your guts. <laughs> you're not worth two seconds of my fucking time. <laughs> The, also the conversations we've been having and the conversations you have been having in you harry i'm speaking to you mm, with us with us in this podcast as well i think they've moved my marker of what is a good convo so high up the chain yeah. that unless people are literally talking about their fucking ancestral trauma and the time that their <laughs> yeah. boyfriend fucking yeah. stealthed yeah. them and shit like i'm not interested in the convo unless it's literally like yeah that i think now when i talk to someone about it's unfulfilling um, something I don't know, toxic positivity. Mm. So I don't give a shit what your thoughts are. Let me text Wing and see what she thinks. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah, it's so fucking true. I feel like I'm going between the thing I said in the other episode as well. I'm feeling like, oh, you know, you're deserving, you're deserving, which I 100% stand by. You're deserving of good things and amazing people and amazing conversations and strong relationships. You are deserving of that. Then the other part of me is like, is that unrealistic? But it's like, well, you would say that, wouldn't you? You would say it's unrealistic because you think you're undeserving. (laughs) But like, is it unrealistic to want good things? I don't know. No. Well, it might not happen, but I don't think it's unrealistic to want good things. I think you can never get good things, but always be thinking, I I do deserve that. It's unfortunate. God, that's not comforting. (laughs) Yeah. Unfortunate that I never received everything I deserved. I think that's kind of, it's like, you deserve complete happiness in life. I know that won't happen in life because that is unrealistic. Yeah. But you know that you're a good person. You inherently deserve that. It's unfortunate and it's, I'm sorry that life is shit. And realistically, you are going to have to go work in a place you don't want to have to work and you are going to get your heart broken by some absolute fuck up of a guy mm. and you are going to um, get be scared walking home from the fucking bus stop at 7pm because the world is shit. 
but you don't deserve any of that that doesn't that shouldn't be happening to you yeah you are a good person so how do we work with what we're being dealt is it is it completely situational or do you have any like rules or red flags or like things that you do you know what i mean do you have any set boundaries that can't be crossed or no you're an open book you're looking at me with blank face like what's a boundary <laughs> no i'm thinking about my rules okay because you said rules and you know that i have two strong rules i live my life by they don't actually work in this context at all no they're completely irrelevant <laughs> yeah go on spill them anyway i think we've been through them before i'm always down to go over them number one rule why i was thinking about this is because i was trying not to break my number one rule last night number one rule is do not try and solve your problems at night solve your problems at night what was going on last night you were trying to have a cuddle with me and you couldn't i was just like trying to solve i just woke up at like 1am like right let's solve some shit here let's analyze this life i get that second rule number two rule is the key rule that don't, don't fantasize about, about people, people you know, you know broken every day yeah but anyway every day and every night don't get me started on the nights yeah but those are my rules but i don't have any boundaries do what you fucking want to me i'm just not allowed to fantasize about you (laughs) (laughs) i'm joking what about you Hmm. i don't know i'm figuring it out i was saying to my boyfriend the other day i think i'm happy that i've got to a place where i do have a very strong well not even a strong like self-worth but i've got some self-worth yeah which is finally great Um, I think I have some some, some self-worth. Some, same. Yeah. I think I might have some by now. Not an abundance. I can't tell you how much. But some. Some. Yeah, some. some. I think there might be some in here. <laughs> Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage. All the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is there to help you grow. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash work. Shopify.com slash work. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what big wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Mom deserves better than a drugstore card. This Mother's Day, surprise her with a truly special personalized card from Moonpig. Add your favorite photos, a heartfelt message, and we'll even mail it for you the same day, all for just $5. From mom to grandma, we have something to celebrate every mom in your life. Every mom deserves a Moonpig card. Get 50% off your first card at Moonpig.com. Moonpig.com Someone actually sent us a really nice message earlier. Really nice, saying, like, you know, we're going to continue to evolve and that means people get left behind and things like that. I guess it's, like, the age-old thing of just, like, yeah, as you grow and you change, things get left behind. Like, if you're not going to grow... And also, it's kind of... You can't assume that you're going to grow in parallel as well. Yeah. But it kind of is that thing of... Sometimes relationships are completely situationships. They yeah. are completely, like, circumstantial. A situation friendship. I yeah. I always think this. And I don't think that's bad. 
bad. No. It's only bad when there's an imbalance. Go on. There are levels of friendship and the only way they get hurt, I think, is when you're on different pages. Mm. If one of you is thinking, oh, we're best friends, and the other one's thinking, oh, no, I'm friends with you because we both work in the same place, but once I quit this job... I'm probably not going to text you. Yeah. That's when they get dangerous. But I think if you both have an awareness of we're friends, but it's because... Because um, we were on a podcast together. Yeah, we're friends because <laughs> we started a podcast and that's the only reason we're friends. <laughs> if you both have an awareness of that, it's fine. But if there's one of you thinking... I'm in this for life. <laughs> there's one of you having <laughs> dreams that your hearts are touching and are not beating to you, each other. And the other one's thinking... What a fucking nutter. Nah, like, let's wait for this podcast thing blows over. Yeah blows over fizzles out well i also think even if you're both thinking yeah this is my best friend for life maybe your communication styles right now aren't compatible because mm. i think no matter sometimes no matter what i mean maybe we're lucky in that like you can say something and i'll, I'll understand what you're saying sometimes i feel like i could say something in a million different ways and the person it still hasn't got through <laughs> I mean, if you're listening to this, maybe you're in the group of people that get... You're in, we're in the same boat together, Sefi, Wing and you together. But there are probably... I'm not even... It's not probable. It's it's definite. The amount of people that come onto this podcast because their friends recommended it. They listen to the first 30 seconds. They're like, what the fuck? Turn it off. Because it's just... It's not compatible. And I guess that's the beauty of life. You're not supposed to be compatible with everyone. But yeah, we're still so desperate to be liked. I think that's so fucking true. Because do you ever meet people in your life where you try and have a conversation and you're just on off rhythms? Like one of you will be like, hey, oh, oh, oh sorry, sorry, go, go on. No, oh, no, no, go on. What were you going to say? No, no, it's nothing. Oh, it's literally like that for hours. It's, like, it's unbearable. Oh, I can't fucking communicate with you. And you're a nice person, but we're not. We're on different rhythms Yeah, in yeah, life. on different rhythms, 100%. I mean, even in my close relationships, Sefi, I know we've had days where it's like, oh, our wires are getting crossed. I have it with my yeah. boyfriend sometimes where it's like, our wires are getting crossed today and that's fine. But sometimes, yeah, it's literally just like, it's like the opposite. Is it opposite ends of a magnet or is it the same end of a magnet? The same They're end just of completely a magnet. pushing apart. It's like you just reject one repelling. another yeah you're completely repelling they're a repellent to you or maybe we this podcast <laughs> is a repellent to them <laughs> to you <laughs> and it should be there should be some people where you're just like nope not for me not for me 100 percent. because then when you find the people that you do click it's like fuck okay wow like that's amazing and hopefully this is what the podcast is for you where it's like oh my god like we do think the same i do get it i do get it when they say fucking um nobody's coming harry nobody's coming harry you think oh wow that clicks but i also i hope you have people like that in your real life not that I'm not in your real life right now. It's very mm. much real. I, it's just it's just weird, isn't it? I think especially in your early 20s, I think when everyone's changing and growing and trying to... They have no idea who they are. It's kind of hard to hold a relationship down when neither of you... How do you know what you're signing up for when you don't even know what you're offering? And you're desperate for an identity. You're literally trying to cling to mm. any old bit of garbage you can find garbage a scrap have i been watching the simpsons or something mm-hmm. garbage the only american show i could think of <laughs> the simpsons <laughs> the simpsons the simpsons <laughs> awful no wonder people don't want to listen just what the fuck your communication style might not fit the simpsons <laughs> like no you better fucking hope it doesn't match ours because this oh, is nuts God. you might be what was i even saying um something about garbage <laughs> i don't next point i don't know what that was where that was going you know that's it you're trying you're you're so desperate to find some kind of identity that first of all you'll try and find it in a boyfriend you'll try and find it in your job you'll try and find it in any kind of hobby you have it's like oh my god i've just taken up 
um, dancing, Zumba dancing. I'm now a Zumba girl. Mm. And then no wonder your friend is like, right, I can't really relate to you because you're just dying for a thing. And whilst you're doing your Zumba thing, they're also desperate for an identity. So they've just come out as gay and they're like, right, I'm gay, I'm gay, I'm gay. This is the only thing I'm going to throw myself in or they've Mm -hmm. just become vegetarian. And they're like, right, okay, it's my whole new thing. It's kind of not a thing anymore, is it? Which one? Being gay. <laughs> Zumba that said no one ever. Um, no, being like well, being vegan is a thing, but kind of I'm I'm happy to see the like diehard militant vegan thing dying Same. out and it just becoming more and more flexible. With every day that the Greg sausage rolls are still going out, militant vegans are just dying out because it's coming more mainstream, which is stunning. Yeah, they haven't got enough protein; they're just dying out <laughs> <laughs> one by one. They're dropping off. <laughs> but I think that's the thing. You're you're both desperate to find yourself in external things that no wonder you sometimes don't align with people because it's like if you actually met on like a soul level yeah some kind of human level maybe let's make it less spiritual you meet on some human level and you can see you're both humans that are trying and struggling in this world you can communicate but it's because someone has identified as um point a and someone's identified as point b and then you're both kind of clinging to those one of you's like i'm a dentist and the other one's like but i'm a fucking singer and it's like well then you can't communicate then you're then it's like 100 you're coming from such separate angles well i also think with social media and just where we are with society at the moment everything works in it's very binary it's as you said earlier if you voted tory at one point in your life you're not my mate like i we have we don't really have the time of day Mm -hmm. for nuance or like the complexity of like what it is to be human and i think it means we write people off very quickly because we are judging them by this identity that we're all obsessed with identity social media and presenting a certain image of ourselves that becomes very flat yeah it's a very flat one-dimensional um caricature of of that person the reality of it is so much more complex and nuanced and so much more interesting honestly but we don't ever really afford each other the conversations because we're too busy trying to protect our own identity too busy being defensive of like our own flaws and too um i think too like consumed or preoccupied with how we're coming across and what doesn't doesn't fit in with our brand and reputation that's the thing because it's like how much do you actually care that they voted tory Mm. or how much does it not align with your identity as a liberal person yeah to not be friends with people that vote tory well you heard a load of jokes being made about tories and then you just took it on as your own personality is that but you don't have you ever read a manifesto probably not do you know where (laughs) to find a manifesto like literally do you know like you don't you're not really yeah no one yeah do you know anything about the The chamber Chamber of secrets Secrets. (laughs) no can you (laughs) oh yes (laughs) can you tell me No. no damn but i can show you and then he goes come on i'll show you shivers so there was a message that i really liked that we actually read this in the original fomo episode that you will never hear liked it so nice you'll say it twice exactly moto moto but only once for the listener because it was so shit they never had it the first time (laughs) i like this because it's got a certain sting to it and i can feel it and i think people when they hear this they'll be able to feel it too we've all been in similar situations oh masochist so they said i was in a trio with two girls they kind of ditched me and i'd run into them on my daily walk and they'd be together i mean yeah that does sting thanks for that i think it has a certain ouch to it yeah which i like go on what do you like about it that we're all out here living the same life everyone keeps saying we're all out here living the same life and that to me is the crux of fomo whether that's happening or not that's what we fear <laughs> what we fear is what happened to this girl no, don't no, no, be no. like her no, no, no. <laughs> well we've all been there yeah we've all been there but then i also think what we we think that's happening more 
than it is we think there's a secret room a meeting mm. of all the kind of people that we want to be friends with and they're all mates and you're not included and one day you're going to walk past them and it's gonna be like oh god it was all confirmed i really am the outsider of this life but actually more often than not that isn't happening and when it does happen you see the two girls that you wanted to be friends with on a walk it fucking stings but you're still alive you're still breathing it hurts but it also is like there is more to it once you move past the initial rejection of it which is horrible mm. it was just that you just walked past two girls that were friends 100 percent. it is making it through the initial sting of what we perceive as rejection which is most of the time just life just a life experience that we somehow feel rejected from once you move past the sting you can kind of remember that as much as they may have rejected you you're not really desperate to be in with somebody Mm. who doesn't really like you anyway it's like i would rather someone reject me outright than i kind of get strung along on something that neither of us really care for we're not clicking and it's that awful kind of torturous thing of you're carrying something on yeah and it's just so absolutely dire it's you know what it is it's devil snare devil snare it's deadly fun but it sucks in the sun it's like oh now i can relax it's just i'm it's unbearable it's like i just lay back and this thing just kind of suffocates me and it can can kill you faster kill us faster kill us faster now i can relax honestly let it kill you faster and then you can relax yeah let the world reject you just allow yourself to sink into if we don't click we don't click let the devil snare eat you alive you'll get to the bottom you'll aloha mora some keys and you'll see a weird man with a He'll take his turban off and he'll be wearing a... He'll have a scary head on his face. Oh, God. A head on the back of his head, if that makes sense. It does make sense because you know the film. If I mean, if you don't know the film by now, you're very confused. (laughs) (laughs) Devil Snare. They keep saying all of these references in a weird British accent. What is this thing they keep referencing? Aloha, Mora. It's a very niche (laughs) underground series. You've probably never heard of it. So strange. But as the reviews say, it's the best Harry Potter podcast out there ever I've heard. of yeah. all time of all time after all this time always god i actually made myself angry sick yeah just by going on shut up okay well yeah i mean it does stink doesn't it rejection can we talk about that always after all this time always after all this time always fucking hell but even in the sense of it's kind of ugh, crap not crap i was gonna say scrap that it's crap. kind of <laughs> oh, this crap. is crap <laughs> it's utter crap <laughs> <laughs> Crap is funny. I remember I used to find the word crap so funny because my cousin, you know the film, um, what's it called? Oh, what's that film where I'll describe it to you how my cousin described it to me and I'll see if you can tell what the film is because I've forgotten the name. Yeah. I've just remembered it. <laughs> but he said, so one person craps in another guy's mouth. Craps. Then he eats that crap. And then you, the other guy craps in the other person's mouth and then they crap it out. I have no... Do you I know have what film no that is? idea what the fuck that is. Because <laughs> that's what I thought the film was. It's the human centipede, if okay, you remember that film. Enough, yeah, it, it could only be that. It, it can only be that. But I remember thinking, they, I was about 12, they crap in each other's mouths. I mean, literally, yeah. They literally do. One of the most horrific films I've ever seen. But that's how that was described. What? How? You said scrap, and then it became crap. crap. And now I'm talking about human centipede. <laughs> Yeah, well, what I was going to say was, <laughs> so glad we finally got that off our chest. Jesus, if anyone had any doubt that I was autistic, that just confirmed. <laughs> 
No. Do you it doesn't? No, not even close. Um, but anyway. That might not go in. No, no, I th- no, own it. Own it. Own it. Your own life, your own experience. Who can question you on your own experience? Me. Tell me. Me. Give me the fucking name. Who can question you on your own experience apart from you? What we touched on in the other episode, I think, maybe, that didn't get the car, but I think is a good point and leads back to this, is we'll find rejection even when there isn't any. And that's not undermining this person from that message. It's not undermining that instance in particular because that, as we said, stings and sounds awful. And, you know, we've all been there and very sorry (laughs) that that happened, blah, blah, blah. But it's kind of, we set up a script. You've scripted a whole piece of how the night is supposed to go. And everyone's supposed to, I need it, the party needs to go this way because I fancy that person and they're going to be there. You're writing short stories. I've learnt my lines, have they learnt their lines? You've written a whole short story about how it's supposed to go. You're a Wattpad author. You're you're a Times best-selling author in your own mind yeah you're writing a pilot you're pitching it to companies you're like do you like the sound of it they're all saying no and listen yeah it's not gonna go well i'm sorry to say it's not been picked up honestly i'm out this time we have not followed the script (laughs) it's not quite what we're looking for you had a whole idea of how it was supposed to go and even if your night pans out well Mm -hmm. it still won't be good enough because you'll be thinking oh but they looked better than me so he probably likes her instead of me or oh and he probably didn't even oh, i said that weird thing so i probably just ruined all of it or like oh I, I ruined it by doing that blah 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 we've got this whole idea because i someone else said let me read it word for word let me do it justice victoria justice they said <laughs> if she's listening she's like what what the fuck hey vic hey vic they said the anticipation of fomo is so much worse than the actual missing out in my opinion but it's that classic idea of you've got this parallel universe where everything is going according to plan and the the universe itself is going to laugh in your fucking face yeah. throw your plan back throw your plan back in your face your face is covered in plan (laughs) your face is covered in flan (laughs) you've got a bit of flan on your face (laughs) did you know just there (laughs) flan well you you will never ever ever be able to predict what happens in your life we keep telling you this i keep telling myself this and i don't listen when you find yourself kind of in the shower shampooing your hair thinking all right well i'm gonna say to that person why did you ever say that you're planning out you're writing honestly fiction you're not getting paid for this what are you doing drop it literally scrap it it's embarrassing that's to me stop <laughs> writing short stories in the shower yeah enjoy your shower well because you're only setting yourself up for disappointment you're making up fictional universes you kind of think you're manifesting no you're not you think you're rehearsing something that's going to happen you know what you're doing you're breaking your rule of don't fantasize about people yeah. you know and also don't solve your problems in the shower at night even worse Something my friend and I were discussing recently, well, she actually made the point and I thought that's a great point and I didn't think at the time that I was going to use it on the pod, but now I am. I don't know why, I've, I think I said this to you on the phone, actually. God, I've really been... Spreading this around, honestly, a little gospel. Yeah, I'm spreading the word, <laughs> spreading the gospel. We were talking about friendships, quite meta. Me and my friend talking about friendships, as we do. Kind of me and you on the podcast every week talking about the fact we have a podcast. Very meta. Yeah, <laughs> love it. I don't know why I'd never really thought about this before, but she basically was saying that we hold like romantic relationships to a really high standard but with friends you can really um like just the majority of people just kind of shit friends completely and it's really i think it's actually like abnormal or rare 
to be a good friend or to have a good friendship is more common than not just like a not very good friendship so interesting yeah i see that i just thought it was really interesting just in the sense that how it came up was we were talking about she was kind of saying it's very common for like your friend to not support you or it's very common for your friend to not be honest with you it's very common for your friend to like actually not really want to see you happy or like yeah it's kind of common for your friend to not really like you it seems (sighs) yeah i mean that's bleak but yet we do everything to keep these friendships it's so true it just is kind of a scary thing maybe partially it's because with romantic relationships there's this idea that especially with like monogamous romantic traditional marriage essentially is that you are searching for one person Mm. who must have your your entire loyalty and there must be like no doubt in that and you are working together to build this thing but with friendships it's like oh you can just spread yourself really thin and society loves the idea of everyone having lots of friends Mm. which suggests you don't have enough time to work on something with all of them yeah so you're searching for this one big person that your other half quote unquote don't make me sick Mm -hmm. you are whole on your own you were just saying i was your other half Ah, imagine (laughs) we're too hard imagine 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 imagine. i expose you like that yeah go you're looking for this other person but with friends it's like there's an idea that you can they're interchangeable almost yeah that it's like oh when that person's busy i'll just meet that person it's like no i wanted to meet that specific person right i wanted to talk to this specific person about this specific thing because they bring me that not oh yeah i just have loads of friends and if that person's busy i'll just go meet that one i'll meet a friend a friend i want to go i want to go meet a friend who who which one who why yeah that's true i I also think it's kind of is it a bit embarrassing to be committed to a friend that's so true with dating you're not supposed to let them know that you actually like them those sorts yeah. of things it's kind of i think we're all a bit too cool and you want to seem very nonchalant but it's like i think in friendships that's really damaging because you're obviously very invested in one another but the whole performance of like not really caring it suddenly feels quite serious to say oh you what you i, I was a bit upset when you said blah blah or uh, i was trying triggered earlier trigger will trigger me Mm. because when you said blah 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 that suddenly seems in a romantic relationship you're fully in a relationship with someone that's kind of it's part and parcel with communicating in a relationship but in those friendships that aren't maybe like best like you're you're not seven wing then (laughs) you're not prepared to die for each other in a weird way (laughs) it's a bit kind of oh like that's kind of out of nowhere you've come you've taken it quite serious oh that's a bit weird you're confrontational it's like what is that it's kind of or like they said the weirdest thing Yeah. yeah it's not very normal to be committed and like show up for your friends i guess i don't know i i agree completely i also think there's an idea that there's a romanticized idea in society that especially with girls you should have one best friend and then acquaintances that with a girl you're never enough on your own you should always be part of a duo in some way Hmm. whether that's with another girl kind of your sister would be an appropriate one and then also with a man i don't think there's ever an idea that like the party kind of gal that has loads of acquaintances and like you're not whole yeah, yeah you're, you're that wouldn't be acceptable just to be like having loads of friends that none of them are that deep mm, yeah did you say recently that you you work in threes that was in the fomo um episode that got cut yeah i'm giving you guys the inside scoop <laughs> inside scoop throughout my life have always always featured in dynamics of threes in threes so it's seffy wing and the listener <laughs> it's seffy wing 
and Jim Carrey, as we've been and saying. And Jim Carrey. That is the three. <laughs> That's my chosen three of the moment. Yeah, fair enough. But I've always been in threes. Always. I don't really know why. I think I just um, like that dynamic. But they're difficult to get right. That's why I liked that um, message about the girl that was walking and saw her other two friends on a walk and was like, mm. it stings. Because I think there's an idea when you're operating within threes that you can easily slip into. Three's, three's a, a crowd. It's a classic saying. My grandma once said that to me. Her and my sister were walking. And I said, can I come? And she said, three's a crowd. And I was gutted. What, she actually didn't let you go fucking out? <laughs> it was a joke, Grandma. but it was also... <laughs> did sting. <laughs> Stings. Hurts to this day. That's done, Grandma. <laughs> Grandma. I hope she's listening. That was mean of you. I'll phone you in a minute and tell you that was mean of you to say that <laughs> to me when I was like 10. <laughs> Still remember it. Hmm. But she's right, three is a crowd. But I think that's why I am the sort of son of a preacher man of communication. <laughs> <laughs> fucking hell i am just preaching this communication life yeah you've just got to talk about it because i think it's natural in a three for example to fluctuate between sometimes you're close with this person sometimes they will be closer and sometimes be close with the other one it is always going to be shifting that is just a a fluid you found yourself in the middle of a fluid dynamic and kind of you'll trick yourself into thinking if the other two are best friends then you are alone you are the least liked one but no Mm. no you've been rejected you see other people's closeness as a rejection which is Mm. not the case no it's just literally not the case so i think if you're in a three you gotta talk guys yeah it's the only way but also you're not in a three i also think that's so silly it's like i'm in a three i'm in a relationship i'm in a best friendship it's like you're actually just on your own like everyone else and you're trying to fit in with humans we'll have a bit of fluidity as well that the three could turn into a two could turn into a four well that was the thing with when before we met each other throughout uni i was always in a very very close three dynamic and i guess you were in a two dynamic Mm. and they joined forces and we became a five dynamic like things do just move Mm. friendship is fluid and that's kind of part of it because you're all just individuals yeah but it's when you've got that hook on um as we were saying earlier like one of you uh, it, it's, it's basically being at peace with whatever happens and i guess no like feeling confident in your own it's a self-esteem issue almost yeah being confident in yourself but also being confident in your own behaviors as a friend yeah i can be an awful friend but also like i can also be a great friend i mean we said at the beginning if anyone else is talking to us about like, kind of feminism i'm thinking shut up a lot of the time it's like that's not a good friend <laughs> that's not a good friend trust me (laughs) yeah yeah what do you think is your most valued trait in a friend realness authenticity Mm. you can pretty much be a shitty human if you are real about it is that me (laughs) no 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 (laughs) yeah it's you so take this example here with wing for example shitty human real about it <laughs> shitty human but a re- she's real about it <laughs> i think you can be like look i'm gonna i'm about to do a shitty thing or like i really really want to do this shitty thing like can i talk about it and talk about why i want to do that and it's because of this and mm. i'm kind of thinking about this and this and this i would much rather that than someone that acts perfectly all the time and does no shitty things and is a big faker i'm not interested well i agree if i've got a relationship with someone i need it to be all in always yeah is that your main thing in friendship do you think i think i agree with you i think it is just authenticity because i want it's not i don't need to have to relate on you on all level like i don't need to to agree with you all the time i don't you don't need to be a certain type of person i just i I think my favorite thing in life is love my the rudest thing in life is love but it's kind of if my favorite thing and it really is my favorite thing of feeling like like someone's trusted me to like share a real piece of themselves with me like that's my favorite thing is is someone 
it's having that moment with someone where you're you, they're you're allow they're allowing you to see them. You you meet I them. I think that that real connection. Yeah, you're seeing each other. We see each other. It's you meet them in that beating heart moment where yeah. you're hugging and your hearts are beating like my dream. But you are, there's no kind of weird. So I'm coming to you as I've just come out from work and I had a great day and I'm all hyped up on my ego and I'm going to talk to you through those eyes. No ego. I think that's it. And you're lying. You're a marketing assistant and you've just come out and you're feeling great. You're a marketing, marketing, marketing girl. <laughs> and you come out and you're meeting your friend for drinks and you're all talking, you're talking, 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 and you're actually still in the and you're performing the act yeah it's not real it's like no let's strip mm, i don't want to have put friendship performed to me no no i'm not trying to have you perform as my friend i just want a real i want the mess of it i just want like a decent combo yeah, yeah. i love the mess I love people fucking up and I love talking it through and I love... The vulnerability. Yeah, I love the humanness of it all. Mm-hmm, I agree. Because that's what I love in um, kind of um, like romantic relationships as well. I love the um, the moments of like in dating, the moments of, oh, you you are not, you don't like that you just said that. Like I can see that you just slipped up and you're, you look nervous now. Yeah, yeah. The vulnerability. Well, it's kind of you love it when their wife dies. No, I don't. Because there's an emotional depth there. <laughs> but it is kind of that... It's, it's, it's a heavy thing. Being a human is heavy. To be able to share the weight is the biggest, most amazing thing in life. It's the only option. Yeah. It is actually the only option. When you break it down, it's like, okay, so if I take all my relationships here and all of the, all of the people I know in life, it's like, which ones have I stuck with and which ones have as the pandemic has arisen around me if I just mm. like laid to the waist around <laughs> me? It's kind of, yeah. the people that have stuck are the ones that I have that connection with are the ones that I can be like how are you feeling and they won't be like so I've actually had a really fucking amazing week they can be like oh I've actually had a really good week like this has happened and this has happened yeah it's not fake I think I'm my biggest enemy in this life is ego and performance mm-hmm, mm-hmm. it's my big enemy within myself and within other people yeah I'm back to this like is it realistic no you're never gonna escape that there's no way we live in a capitalist world that loves that but you can have real friendships obviously because that was saying you can have real friendships but I think is it just something we have to accept of a lot of the time your relationships won't be I don't know you, I think you do need to accept that because there'll be moments where it's like not everyone is willing to be vulnerable not everyone can be vulnerable mm. at every minute of the day or you're just going to be in a wreck but I almost think it's about capturing those moments like I almost feel like are we having one right now <laughs> where it's like a moment where yeah we're performing in some ways but it's like look you can capture it where it's like look I'm actually speaking pretty close to my like heart beliefs here yeah without any yeah. care without a care in the world without any um like ego performance in this of course there will be but i think of course you slip back into it so easily it is unrealistic to expect that all the time within all your relationships because some people aren't ready some people can't do it and to be honest nobody can do it the whole time but when you get those moments for example those are why those moments where someone's just being broken up with or someone is going for a trauma someone is going someone is in a vulnerable moment that's why those feel so connecting and that's why trauma bonds exist in those moments is because you are seeing the raw mm. human you're seeing kind of the inner child mm. which is what is the like 
essence of a human. Yeah. God, it's quite emotional, actually. I know. I don't even know that made sense. No, that makes sense. Did it sense. make sense? Yeah, because it's just, it's those massive moments and it's those moments that are meaningful. But they're not nice. Well. Like, they're not nice. You don't want people to have those moments. No, but it's almost no. like, you feel closer to someone after you've seen them cry. Yeah, or but it doesn't even have to be sad. Like, the vulnerability doesn't have to be sad. You can be vulnerable in... Yeah, yeah, exactly. In laughter. That's also the thing you were saying a few episodes ago of why does realness get equated with ugliness? exactly yeah yeah why is it if you've cried and you've had your, your boyfriend's broken up with you oh i can really see you're so real and no ego yeah. there no, there's a shit ton of ego in it there's a shit ton of performance in that so fucking true it's like you can kind of um you can show your skin without foundation on show all your acne scarring but that doesn't mean it's authentic yeah there's still a, a million things that could be wrapped up in that moment or in that behavior or in that representation of you in that moment that is laced with performance yeah cool cool <laughs> So put your foundation on. (laughs) (laughs) So put that foundation back. Don't even worry about it. Put it back on. I like the idea of accepting performance though. Mm. I like the idea of we can never get to the core essence of every person. So yeah, it's easier to perform and we've been trained to perform our entire lives in so many ways. Gender, the idea of performing as a woman, Mm -hmm. the idea of performing as a man. We are literally um, entrenched in performing different identities. That is bleak. But I do, I don't hate the idea of the protective shell of performance. Like it's easier to walk around with your shitty little ego at times <laughs> when you're when you're like operating with anxiety mm. or you're operating with depression it's like yeah okay well maybe i'll just step into at least i have a good job and i'll go into that f- mode or something yeah. i think it's sad that we have to do that but even um in the way that we were talking about accepting sometimes you're going to be not in the best mood i think maybe sometimes we do just accept that some things are wrapped up in performance and you know so be it is that the worst thing in the world probably not too much navel gazing exactly but also i would love to strip pretty much every interaction i i have yeah down to like "Mm, what what are you really saying though it's kind of the thing of someone cries about crumbs on the worktop there are too many crumbs on the worktop you haven't tidied up but they're actually angry about the fact they're going through a divorce divorce. yeah and it's like look let's strip it back (laughs) you're lying to yourself and me just a quick question i guess to end on hmm how do you think that your best relationships have come to you? Is it by accident? Always. After all this time. After all this time, <laughs> always. But always. Yeah. Every single, I genuinely think pretty much all of the good things in my life have been nothing to do with me. <laughs> <laughs> the minute you get those scrappy hands on it. <laughs> yeah. And this is why I get a bit spiritual with things like all of the things that I have like worked at from a place of ego mm. and like wanting to improve my life have all fallen down and they're not those things. But what is actually stark are the real, the real things that come from more of like an essence, a place that's like, yeah. I made that decision based on nothing other than a feeling. And now I have this from it or, or like I sat next to someone one day and ended up falling in love with them <laughs> kind of that no. kind of vibe i i agree and i i think it's um if you come to any situation with desperado vibes if you come to 
if you're coming to your life, you're meeting your life with desperation. Sitting in old Monte Carlo. In sitting in an old Monte Carlo. It's not going to be good, is it? No. <laughs> it's not looking good for you. Life's going to serve you what you need then, which is literally not what you think you need. Yeah. Do you remember my weird poem that I wrote? Uh, how could I forget it? Go on. I don't think I remember it. You do. Well, let me say that it's not actually a poem that I wrote with any kind of consciousness. I wrote this. I was, didn't write it. <laughs> I said it to myself while I was driving which is so weird and I memorised it it was kind of a big chant it was actually a bit of a chant yeah it was kind of a mantra it was what was it If you... do you want it because you really want it that was how it started I swear yeah it did start like that do you want it because you really want it well basically the last the essence of the poem the weird little the chant was the of it is yeah the punchline do you want it because you really want it or do you want it because you really need it if you need it you might as well forget it if you want it then go on out and get it. Get it. Was that it? Go and get Something it. Like yeah, that. yeah. Um, and the idea of that, I guess, when it, that I said to myself in the car, break that down was for us. That if you come to things with the idea that I need to get this job, I need to fucking get this job. If I need 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 this job, you might as well forget it. But if you're like, I want this because I think it will really improve my life. I don't need this. Like I have, my life is good anyway. But I just think I want this as an add-on. Yeah. Then the universe, I guess, I was thinking, will give it, it to it you. Happen. It's a real, I guess, law of attraction vibe, which isn't really the vibe I want to give off publicly. <laughs> but <laughs> yeah, I think it's true. Yeah, you come no. with desperation, you will not get it. So true. And you, you should not get it. Yeah, no, it's not right for you. Well, it won't serve you. You'll only be proven kind of, you'll be proven wrong. Yeah. The universe will show you that it that wasn't serving you. You won't feel good about it. It won't fix your problems. You'll be in the same place, if not worse, because you got everything you wanted, quote unquote. And what happened? nothing Nothing. you're still Still miserable miserable. (laughs) sitting in an old Monte Carlo yeah do you think that whatever the question you asked me I'm throwing it back but I can't remember the question (laughs) you might remember the question what was it I'm saying it back um no I completely agree I completely think if you go out with desperation you will have desperate thrown back at you it'll be thrown back in your fucking face faster than you could say quit it (laughs) so I think that's just the it's kind of I think we're all about acceptance these days or at least that's what we'll say we really don't accept anything in our real lives we've got some key themes going on it's kind of if you were going to GCSE analyze us write down the themes of this podcast it's like authenticity keyword the girls seem to be going on and on about authenticity that must be a big theme for them underline yeah. underline <laughs> authenticity question mark paragraph one i think i'm going to discuss the theme of um authenticity within the goes about saying podcast yeah theme two i might go with trust the timing of your life <laughs> they have this whole thing about you the universe giving you what you need so true though the third theme is they're fucking cringe as fuck like i cannot stand these girls <laughs> Well, I hope you have enjoyed another episode of Goes Without Saying. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Mom deserves better than a drugstore card. This Mother's Day, surprise her with a truly special personalized card from Moonpig. Add your favorite photos, a heartfelt message, and we'll even mail it for you the same day, all for just $5. From mom to grandma, we have something to celebrate every mom in your life. 
Every mom deserves a Moonpig card. Get 50% off your first card at Moonpig.com. Moonpig.com. It's Sappy and Wig. Goes without saying. Thank you so much to our guest, Harry Styles, for featuring on this episode. It was so nice to have you. So great. And we'll see you next week for another. God knows what we'll get into then. I can't wait. And we'll see you on the Discord. I'll see you there. See you there. 